Before we start the episode, I'll make a quick announcement. Stride is having an event at Brooklyn Boulders where the title is called Coders Who Climb in Brooklyn Boulders. Now, before I continue speaking about Brooklyn Boulders, please know that the location is in Queens, which is very, very confusing for me, who's never gone to Brooklyn Boulders before, to know that there's one in Queens. The address is 2310 41st Avenue, Long Island City, New York, 11101. If you mention Stride at the door, you will receive 15% off your admission. This is a good way to kickstart your New Year's resolutions, which we'll be talking about in this episode. So, you know, come on by Thursday the 25th, right? Thursday, January 25th, 2018. We'll see you there crushing your New Year's resolution. (laughs) Hello and welcome to The Rabbit Hole, the definitive developers podcast in fantabulous Chelsea, Manhattan. I'm your host, Michael Nunez. My co-host today, Dave Anderson. And our producer, William Jeffries. And today we'll be talking about tech resolutions and how to keep them. Uh, I imagine we're all going to have new resolutions in the new year. I don't know, man. Well, <laughs> that's I'm, it. I'm, I'm afraid. I don't want to get on this bandwagon. <laughs> I'm just going to disappoint our listeners. Well, yeah. Well, but how am I going to keep them? I, I'm definitely like, unlike William, I'm going to have so many resolutions. I want to do all the things, but <laughs> uh, at the end of the year, there may just be a big sack of tech books. Yeah. How do I got to work through that? Yeah. I, mean, I have some ideas for, for how we can keep ourselves on track. What are you guys working on now? Well, me right now at the moment, there are two things that I want to kind of get in 2018. I need to understand the the world of DevOps. And I'm using that word very broadly in that, that you know, I, you can't see my arms, but I'm putting them over in the air. DevOps right. is it's, a thing. It's a very graceful motion. Yes. Yeah. Like a ballerina, really. Yes. And it's like, oh, DevOps. All encompassing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 but I, it's more so, like I need to like understand like you know Kubernetes seems to be like the what all the cool kids are using and oh yeah understanding Docker and containerization little, yeah yeah all, and orchestrating your containers and, like this guy I need oh, to man. we need to pair on that I'm, I'm just I'm just dropping the the terms here <laughs> the buzzwords the cool buzzwords <laughs> boom, boom, boom. yeah exactly way yeah. too much uh, DevOps stuff going on I feel like you you've, know you've got the the conductor like hand signals going on so DevOps, I think container DevOps. orchestration would be a good, <laughs> DevOps, good pair for container or orchestration that's what that's what i'm trying to do right now <laughs> yeah, i man. think um i think just to learn like that get myself a feel of what that you know entails like the full aspect of you know getting um being able to do the operative work that yeah. gets the website that i can build up is probably something i'm looking forward to yeah i, I think feel- that's a smart one like this is what makes microservices not suck was c- container orchestration and also like it can just help with you know your local development of personal projects and whatnot, you know everyone always needs to have a reproducible build in a, a highly reliable local environment, and you know that's like an easy way to get a win if you know what you're doing. And I and I, and I kind of need to. I kind of want to learn and know what I'm doing in these Kubernetes. There you go. That's yeah. me. That's my conduction. That's my orchestration for the day. Yeah. I remember I seeing some, uh, some good, good dev up books on the, our reading list. There's continuous integration by Jez Humble. That's a pretty, pretty good one. And like general enough concepts that like, you know, it's high level. So it's, it's broadly applicable. You got one, Dave? Yeah. We've been working a lot more with GraphQL and more in depth to the point where We've been looking more at like uh, graphene 
and looking at the code that they have there and also looking at the documentation. And I think I can help. Like, I feel like I can get involved with open source. Yeah, I'd like to do that. I'm going to get some commits in there. Yeah, open source, man. That's a great New Year's resolution. Yeah, it's something that I've, I've kind of like wanted to do for a while. But like GraphQL, it's something that is early enough on in the adoption phase that it's still kind of gaining traction and they still need core contributors. Like I, I can sense that this is the right time to get involved with this. It's not like, you know, oh, I want to do a PR in Django. Like that, that seems like a crowded space and a little bit intimidating. A lot of history there. Whereas GraphQL, it's been around for like a year and a year and a half. So yeah, get in there. Cool. I have one, another one in mind, and this is going to be, hopefully we can get into the topic soon on how to keep, you know, goals because I'm just going to keep stacking them and all these books are going to stay in my in my bookshelf and I won't be able to read them all. But another thing I'm really interested in is uh, I think I've mentioned before of oh, like... Let me guess. Let me guess. Yeah. Crypto. Yeah. <laughs> so I want to um, learn more about Solidity, which is Solidity is the oh, programming yeah, language in, that allows you to write smart contracts in Ethereum. And I just feel like I need to learn how to smart contract Oh man, I made a bet with my sister yeah. that if she bought $100 worth of Ethereum okay. uh, and it didn't 10x over two years that I would I would give her $100. So there was no way she could lose money. But if it did 10x or more, then she'd have to give me half of her of her winnings. Yeah. This is mostly to troll her because she had just written an article about how you should not invest in cryptocurrency. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> and so she, she took the bet on the condition that I write a solidity contract to enforce it. Oh, Ooh. is is there going to be a corresponding article at the end of two years? Like either bragging <laughs> or like admitting shame? Yeah, I think so. I nice. think so. Okay. Oh man. Nice. 10X. That, that should be in the smart contract. Yeah. <laughs> bragging edge. It'll automatically send a tweet from your Twitter account that brags that it's happened yeah yeah <laughs> william is an idiot check out this bet he just lost <laughs> exactly <laughs> or i win all the monies at least 10x my theory my bet i just 10x on my bet that i just did and with a smart contract you could actually have it tweet the exact amount of increase yeah no i mean it's it's really interesting and you could probably get like use the twitter api when the price hits a certain break point and then Banks and the tweet. Just, yeah, you just gotta spend some gas. Oh but, yeah, but yeah, like just generally, like blockchain is pretty hot right now. Like, there's a lot of real applications that people are trying to do. I know there's numerous startups in New York City. Like, everyone wants to be the blockchain for X. Like, no one wants to be Uber for X anymore. Right. Like, it's it's all about the blockchain. I mean, I've, I've looked it over. It's it looks like JavaScript. I mean, there's like semicolons like JavaScript and curly braces. <laughs> That's all I'm going off of. Yeah, yeah. I, I, <laughs> I, I screwed around with it a little bit and it seemed exactly like JavaScript. It wasn't until I looked through the documentation and was able to find a couple of minor differences yeah. that I realized it was not a direct implementation of the ECMAScript spec. Yeah, I think it's like statically typed. Like you have to be able, you have to in the method signature, you have to mention what is the thing you're going to return kind of like java but not i mean like i guess that makes sense because like you can't really have a runtime error in the blockchain oh, <laughs> I, don't I, think so. oh I don't think so <laughs> yeah i mean that uh that smart contract can uh end up sending it back to your sister if she hacked the the contract itself so i imagine it's statically typed for that very same reason i actually i'm not sure how 
how that works. I know, I know that there are mortal contracts and immortal contracts in Solidity. Immortal contracts? Yeah, I know. Isn't that such a cool name? Immor- yeah, mortal contracts! <laughs> <laughs> right. That's exactly where my mind went. Yeah. So mortal contracts can die. Immortal contracts can't. I no think, fatalities. I, I think I'm, I, I could be wrong and feel free to yell at us on Twitter. But I believe a mortal contract is when you can send a function to kill the contract. And an immortal one only can happen when the contract has been satisfied. All right. So we, we need to set a goal to do a podcast episode after we know what the hell we're talking yeah, about. Exactly. Yes. I was just thinking the same thing. Yeah. We're going to regret all of this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, we had no idea what we're talking about and we're going to learn from failure and that'll, it'll be great. All right. All right. What other, what other goals? Does, any, does anybody have anything else? This is like always a lofty goal for me, but I always want to learn more about machine learning, at least to be able to have an intelligent conversation with someone about it and know when it's applicable and what, or at least when it's happening in the world around me, because I feel like it's becoming more and more ubiquitous mm. and it's, it's good to know, you know, what the limitations of the technology are and what its strengths are. Yeah. I would also really like to learn more about neural nets in particular. Yeah. And, and use them. Yeah. Taking the Andrew Ning, uh, deep learning class on Coursera right now. I'm I'm two months into a one month course. Yeah. Oh wow. <laughs> that happened to me too. I got to week six and it was game over. I, I did complete it. I completed it. Oh you finished, yeah, really? I finished it after uh eight weeks. Oh uh, wow. But yeah, it was good. I'm moving on the sec- second four week class, so hopefully Wait, it was I'll... only four weeks? Mine was like longer than that. They actually like so Coursera and a lot of these like online learning platforms, I think they've they've wisened up to the fact that a lot of people are not completing these courses in a timely fashion because they're just too much of a time commitment. So they've kind of made these stages where they chunked up one course into, you know, three, four week things that just play every month. So if you fall off the bandwagon one month, it's okay because they're going to keep playing that course again next month and whenever you finally make it out and get to the next level then that that course will be available to you and i've I've seen that with like you know not just coursera but also udacity and all those other platforms as well like pretty digestible chunks that you can just jump on anytime i'm really glad that they're learning how to make me learn better (laughs) yeah i agree yeah because i mean there probably is like a i mean i imagine that they could potentially use machine learning to learn when people actually drop out of machine learning related. Oh, I think so they better believe it. Yeah, of course. It's <laughs> so that. meta. Isn't Andrew Ng like one of the founders of Coursera? Yes. Yes. So. I'm sure he's, he's machine learned all the things. Machine learned all of you. All right. Out so there. this is a lot. This is a lot. Is yeah. there any more? I got, I got one more that I just mean, came into mind. I got one more that just came into mind and I need to 2018 is the year I'm going to be a, a respected developer, a respected consultant, and be efficient and proficient in Vim. It's going to happen. I have to do this. <laughs> I think people have been clowning me around all uh, since I was started programming, especially my brother, on the fact that I don't know how to use Vim. I'm going to learn how to use Vim. I'm going to get good at it. And I think I'm going to start 2018. It's happening. Vim okay. tutor, man. Yeah. My my opposite goal will be to renounce Vim. <laughs> <laughs> space oh. Max. Oh, space Max for the so, wind? Yeah. No, no. I'll just, I'll just use Adam. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> That's some of, the, some of the goals that we have in mind. And as we mentioned going back and forth, 
and everyone and everyone here who has their input, we have to hold ourselves accountable. Yeah, it's a lot of goals now. I'm feeling a little bit overwhelmed. I need some structure. (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's add some structure. Cool. One of the things that I've learned about having goals is being able to have some form of structure. And the method that I've used in the past is called SMART goals. And SMART being an acronym. Does anyone know what SMART means in the SMART goal acronym? I think I got this one. Can we ping pong? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) S, William, go. Specific. Measurable. A, achievable. R, resourced or responsible. No, uh, there's a lot of things (laughs) that R can be. There's a lot of them. There's a lot of them. Or relevant. Relevant too. Yeah, Yeah. I like that one. What's the, what's is, the third one? T is for time. T is, T is, yeah, is time-bound. Yeah. T is oh, time-based. Oh, okay. The other R. Yeah, so I think <laughs> there was another R, right? Didn't we decide there was... Yeah, like I think a, there was... Rel- so like the A, there's attainable and achievable oh, was, and, and you, there was awesome? another one. Awesome. 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 Yes. <laughs> Make it awesome and cool. relevant and like relatable, reasonable. reasonable, relatable kind Rational. of... Rational. Rational. Yeah. So that's the SMART goal that has all those things. I'll read the one with the list in front of me in case people are actually trying to get the SMART down. <laughs> just, Speci- just, it's just SMART. Yeah, you, know, you got to be SMART. You got to be SMART. SMART goal. Specific, mm-hmm. measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-based is the, the okay. five SMART goals. So what, what does that mean to be specific? I believe to be specific is going down to the, the most focus thing you can learn or you can do in the smart goal. I think it's about like clarity of the definition, you know, like I want to learn DevOps is not specific. There's like, what does that even mean? Like we have a whole episode about like, what does the word even mean? Right. Like it's like hashtag no estimates. One point stories only please. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Which is an estimate. Like you just estimated at one point. Oh God. Drives me crazy. (laughs) Drives me crazy. So why don't we pick one? Who's who wants to volunteer to have their goal be made smart? I can. I'll do it. Why not? I can use. I'll use the Vim one. Let's try the. You want to learn one. Vim? Okay, yeah, that's, so, that's good. Okay, so I, I want to so, learn Vim. So I'll make it even more specific. Yeah, I, I need to learn seven commands in Vim that I don't already know. That's and very that's, that's um, specific. Yeah, and also super achievable. So. You nailed it down the A. All right. You're kind of jumping ahead there. but I mean, I don't I don't know if it's a cheat. Guys, I don't know if it's oh, a cheat. Oh, measurable. It's yeah. also super measurable. This is a great goal. I okay. okay. So <laughs> set, I have to learn seven commands in Vim okay, so that I don't already know. That's so specific. Is, it's measurable. Mm-hmm. It's achievable. Mm-hmm. All right. It's relevant. It's relevant. relevant. Yeah, 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 pro- relevant. yeah, so I can stop getting clowned on. But where's the time base? Like, how much time are you going to take for that? Uh, I will take... That's the kicker right I will there. take one month... To learn, so and I'll even um, out ten I, commands, ten commands in Vim, one month. Let's go. You do not need a month <laughs> to learn ten commands in Vim. I think I mean, we need to set the bar a little higher. No, 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 no. All right, hold on, hold on. So let's 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 do this. How about I start out within the week making Vim my default editor. Well, that, that's the thing because like, it's gonna take me a month because I'm gonna be like, no, I'm struggling here. I'm going back to Visual Studios. So I need to learn 10 commands in Vim in a month and see how fast I can do that. If I can do it faster, great. That's fine. But I have to I have a month. Stop, stop, stop getting on my time, man. <laughs>
I I accept your time period. <laughs> I, I accept it. So one month, yeah. 10, ten com- I opted up, not seven, 10 commands that I don't already know in Vim in one month. I love it. I think, I right. think this is great. I think it meets all of the criteria. One question, will you be satisfied at the end of that SMART goal? I think I would. I think I'm getting better at Vim will allow me to be more comfortable doing having a deal with you know because so it's it's not like you need to be able to be productive at work at vim it's that you need to be making progress toward that so 10 commands that might not be enough for you to be you know to feel totally proficient and comfortable in the editor but it would be enough for you to feel satisfied with your progress is that right right? yeah i think i think i would be satisfied with the progress and when i hit the 10 commands i will reassess the goal and then make another 10 of commands that I don't know. Maybe document the first 10 that I did learn so that I can remember the ones that I do know so that I can then learn 10 that I don't know and then be proficient in them. And then slowly but surely every month I can gain the proficiency where that smart goal, I want to learn them like that actually can be achievable at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. I think you pretty much questioned yeah. a question on the smart, the smart goals here. Signposts. Dave? Tiny. Oh man. Putting it on the spot. Spotlight. In, in, in the radio land for everyone. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I think I would like to call out the open source contribution goal. I think that's something that's easy to kind of slack off on. But I don't want to go too overboard because I think there's going to be a lot of overhead to getting out there. So I would like to contribute one commit to documentation in the next month for GraphQL. That's that's where I want one one commit or one pull request. One oh yeah, one PR. One PR. I'll, I'm gonna do a lot of commits on that PR. Yeah. <laughs> on documentation. <laughs> but I would like to get a PR out there for documentation for for helping people. And I I know that that sounds pretty small, but I also know that there's gonna be a lot involved in that. Where I need to actually talk to people. I need to like figure out what they need to do and how you need to contribute and all that. I could be way overestimating though. What yeah. do you think? I think that PRs are kind of a weird metric because they could be as small or as large as you want. And I get the sense that you want this one to be pretty large. So I, I think am, that maybe maybe one is reasonable. Yeah, yeah. I would like to do more than add a missing comma, like an Oxford comma. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know. When I am approaching a new project, like a new open source project, I usually want to pick, make one PR that's really tiny and is something like a, like an Oxford comma so that I can get through the process and see mm. how bad it is. Because sometimes you got an absentee maintainer and your, your, your changes are never getting merged and it is the worst feeling mm. to burn a bunch of time on making an open source project better and then have that go to waste. Mm, okay. Yeah. That, that's, that's a fair point. So then two then. <laughs> one really <laughs> tiny one and then the rest with all the not Oxford commas. <laughs> so specific in that you want to contribute to one open source project, which is you chose GraphQL. Graphing. Yeah. Documentation update or pull request in a month. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. That's specific because you chose the open source and the project that you want to work on measurable because you have it you you're able to know how much which is one pr or a couple commits in the pr attainable or achievable because you know you can always read the readme and figure out how to contribute i guess if they're missing that then that'd be the first step right (laughs) 
relevant because you actually use GraphQL and it will be relevant in your in your line of work that allows you to, hey, I make commits to GraphQL. Yay. Which is really, <laughs> really cool. And it's time-based because you mentioned them up. Yeah. All right. Cool. Last one. No. You can't yeah. escape. Yeah. Yeah. You can't escape. Oh, God, I am cornered. <laughs> so, yeah. So, 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 it's solidity, right? You have to write a smart contract. Shit. Dude, you're making money, bro. <laughs> like, you, you can win all right, this back. All right, fine. Okay. You know, this is my contract code. Yes, like, that one makes sense. All right. Cool. So, <laughs> okay. you need to... So I need to have a contract written to enforce this bet with my sister by the end of January. By the end of January? Yeah. Okay. So... Let's see. So specific because you have to create this contract in Solidity. Yep. Is it is it measurable if it's one contract? Well, it's got to be in the Ethereum blockchain. So okay. that's pretty measurable. Anybody can measure it who has <laughs> access to the blockchain. I guess so we can, we can, highly uh, public. We can oh, tweet out the, uh, the specific blockchain address. <laughs> Not only that, but you can also tweet out, I believe you can tweet out the smart contract, like transaction ID. Like the idea of the smart contract itself when you actually complete it. Ooh. We can oh, use that. Like that would be a fun yeah. victory thing. People need to know. Yeah. Be and like the only thing that we tweet, we've tweeted out on Radio Free Rabbit. <laughs> oh, we're so bad at Twitter. Exactly. How do yeah. we, how do you. 2017 goals. Maybe yeah. that should also be yeah. a collective <laughs> smart goal. It's like the smart goal is to use Twitter, all of us. How, how does one Twitter? Yeah. We're 2018. Yeah. Please tweet at us and let yeah. us know. Yeah. Yeah. So I think being able to use a habit, have it measurable and that you can actually get the ID of the smart contract out there attainable. I think it's possible. They have documentation online that teaches you how to create a smart contract in solidity. It's relevant because, you know, cryptocurrency and, and it's pretty, it's the hot new thing. All the cool kids are doing it and it's, you gave it a time. You, you said the end of January. Yep. Which is one month. One oh, month. Man. The clock is ticking. There you go. So we all got end of January goals. We do. Yeah. I think this means that we need to have a February follow up. Yeah. I think we need to follow up. You'll, you'll catch us on the next episode in February or so. How we did. What 10 commands. I would have to stand here and shout them, I guess. Oh, the, bring the 10, command, the ten <laughs> commandments. The ten, I'll, bring, I'll bring the 10 commands I learned in stone tablets. <laughs> That's a good way to remember them if you have to chisel them into stone. <laughs> you will not forget that. Yeah, I hope not. Oh, man. Yeah. So I'll definitely try and get those. We've all tried to get those smart goals. I will try and get those smart goals done. Uh, and I think we all had some pretty small measurable smart goals in mind so if you're listening to this and you have any resolutions that pertain to the tech space use the smart goal because it's a very easy way for you to you know take something that could potentially be very massive into small measurable and achievable goals that you can then move forward and build on top of as you progress in your career and tell us on Twitter what your what your New Year's resolution was at Radio Free Rabbit. Yeah, that'd be really cool yeah. just to see what other people have in mind and what they want to you know achieve in 2018. Nice. I'm ready for the new year. Let's do it. Let's do it. 2018. Let's go. Let's get it. Cool. So to wrap up, I'd like to thank my co-hosts, Dave. Always a pleasure. Thanks for sharing Smart Goals. Thanks, man. And our producer, William. Smart Goals, amazing. Great job, man. Oh, thank you. Much appreciated. I'm Michael Nunez. Feel free to hit us up at twitter.com slash Radio Free Rabbit. And if this is your first time listening, please like and subscribe. This is The Rabbit Hole. We'll see you next time. <laughs>